1: 97.1 FM Talk Podcast.
2: So, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, I don't I was about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, there there was an attempt and a push in St. Louis. In fact, we had we had uh, some folks here on the air debating ranked choice voting. I'll never forget my friend John Hancock, who who does a, a uh, the Friday show down the hall here at KMOX, came on and. And was actually at the time defending the idea of ranked choice voting. And afterwards, after that election year, uh, when I believe it was Sarah Palin who ended up getting beat up in Alaska because of ranked choice voting, he came back to me and said afterwards, I made a mistake. I don't support that idea anymore. I think it's a bad idea. And and I'm like, well, thank you. Thank you for admitting that. That takes a big person to admit that they were wrong about something. I've been opposed to it from the beginning. We've got Trent England on the phone with us right now. Uh, he is a part of an organization called Stop RCV or Ranked Choice Voting. Trent, how are you?
3: I'm uh, doing well, Mark. Good morning.
2: Yeah. Explain explain for the people uh, in and in maybe you'll explain it in a way differently than I have here on the air. What ranked choice voting
3: does or tries to do? Yeah, ranked choice voting sort of changes everything through the election process, from how your ballot looks to how it gets counted and and even whether it gets counted. And, uh, you know, the the basics of it, uh, the ballot, instead of asking you to just vote for a candidate, it says, well, you can rank some candidates and different RCV systems are different. Some of them you can rank three. Some of them you can rank however many candidates are running. Uh, you know, which in some elections we've seen is, you know, might be 12 or 13 candidates. Uh, and then when the ballots are counted, they count the first place votes, the first preference votes on each ballot. And if nobody has a majority, you know, if somebody has a majority of those, it's just like a normal election. All the rest of the the process doesn't matter at all. But if nobody has a majority, then they start eliminating the least popular candidates and adjusting the preferences on those ballots so that if you ranked first the candidate who turns out to be the least popular, then your second place gets counted. And they go through this and they they basically adjust the ballots, recount, adjust the ballots, recount over and over and over again uh, until somebody has a majority of what's left. And it's important to to say you know what's left because as happened in Alaska a lot of voters say i don't i don't want to rank more candidates i don't you know the system is complicated we especially see you know people we we would call vulnerable voters older voters people who have you know various challenges voting who just don't rank other candidates and if your candidate gets eliminated and you haven't ranked other candidates they don't just keep counting your ballot for the, the you know the the one that you that you said is your first preference they just throw your ballot away and so that's what we saw in Alaska. We saw, you know, a huge number of ballots that were discarded uh, in that process. And uh, as you say, you know, Sarah Palin, popular Republican candidate there, winds up losing in a Republican district to a Democrat. Yeah. Trent, Trent, this is Kim. I mean, why would that even be necessary? Because wouldn't, wouldn't in most cases you would have a, I don't want to say a clear winner, but like how often would you really have a situation where it's so close that you have to rank the other candidates? this is this is an interesting twist to ranked choice voting. Usually the people pushing it say, well, you know, maybe we'll just do it for city elections. And even in California, you know, they, they allow it for local elections, but, uh, but they've not allowed it at the state level because you're, you're right. If you have a Republican candidate and a Democrat candidate, then most of the time, uh, you know, one of those candidates is, is going to win and, and oftentimes have a majority right away. And the whole process doesn't really matter. Uh, there, there's, sort of two answers to that. I mean, one is they're pushing this for local elections uh, and, and the other is they, they're also pushing most of the folks pushing ranked choice voting are also pushing changes to the party process. They want to they want to weaken that whole process. They want political parties to have less control over who their nominees are or, what, or even if they have nominees which means you might wind up with uh, a whole bunch of candidates in the race and not really know who they are. You might wind up with you know, two Republicans and three Democrats. Uh, that, that's a part of the, the system that they pushed up in Alaska, where they call it Final Five. So they put five candidates on the final ballot, and you – I mean – you know, as in Sarah Palin's race, right? You you wind up, uh, or actually, Alaska's final four. You you were supposed to have two Republicans and two Democrats on the final ballot, but the Democrats uh, got their candidate to drop out, and so that meant that the Democrats all consolidated their you know their efforts around one candidate. The Republicans wind up fighting each other, and you know, through that sort of gaming of the system, they wound up winning that race with ranked choice voting. Yeah.
2: So I don't I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I remember reporting on it at the time. So, Trent, maybe you remember the re- if I remember correctly, if you totaled up the Republican votes in that in that system, it it far outpaced the number of total votes the Democrat got. But the Democrat right. won the seat. And that's it, right. Be- the preference was clearly for a Republican, but the Republicans split the vote under that process, which is kind that's of the exactly. Goal.
3: Yeah, that's exactly right. And and they, you know, it, it's ironic because the folks who push ranked choice voting, one of the big claims that they make is, oh, politics will be nicer. Candidates will treat each other more, you know, n- nicer. And it's all going to be rainbows and unicorns. And it, I mean, it's so silly that 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 election Right. They, as I said, they they gained it from the get go by by having one of the Democrats drop out of the race mm-hmm. at, when it was late enough that you couldn't replace the Democrat on the ballot. And, uh, and and yeah, I mean, you wind up with two Republicans representing very different factions of the party. Um, most of the voters in that first round of ranked choice voting voted for one of those two Republicans. Uh, but then they said, well, you know, they didn't rank a second place candidate, so we get to throw away a whole bunch of these ballots. And, oh, it turns out that uh, once we do that in the second round, then the Democrat wins. Uh, so, it's, it, I mean, it's just super misleading. And and one of the things we saw in Alaska, as I think I mentioned, a, a lot of older voters in particular look at this system and they say, I've been voting the same way maybe for 50 years. And all of a sudden, my ballot looks totally different. It's going to be counted totally differently. Like I'm just not sure what to do with this, and uh, frankly, that's it, it. Was a voter up in Alaska whose grandparent had that experience, uh, who now has led this charge to repeal it up there because he was so frustrated by what they were doing to, you know, so, all of these older Alaskans.
2: Yeah, so that'll be on a statewide ballot. A lot of people feel that confusion about the. Missouri caucus, which takes place tomorrow, the Republicans (laughs) are having a caucus and a lot of people are frustrated by that because we pretty much always had a a preferential primary in Missouri. And this year it's going to be a caucus for the presidential race. And they're frustrated. Uh, Trent, we're talking to Trent England uh, with the stop RCV. Let me point something out real quick. The, the word that I believe got popularized by a lot of uh, Democrats a few years ago was disenfranchised. I've been – I'm a voter who's been disenfranchised. Let me tell you how how this kind of voting, ranked choice voting, disenfranchises you. If you vote for the fourth-place candidate and your second choice is the third-place candidate, right, but neither yeah. of those two end up making it to the final two, your vote doesn't count at all. So at the end of That's the right. day – you got disenfranchised because of this system and you didn't have a vote on either of the two people who ended up getting elected
3: and that's that's exactly right yeah. and and if you and if you pick up your ballot and you just can't make sense of this whole weird voting matrix then you also run the risk of of being disenfranchised and one of the things our research has shown is that uh you know the other side will complain about Voter ID, right? Something that, I mean, everybody's got identification, right? I mean, you know, it really is virtually everybody in society has identification. It's not a big deal. But they say, well, this is, you know, there's a, there's 0.8% of the population and this is a, a burden for them. Ranked choice voting is a burden for a huge percentage of people who, who look at this and say, I can't, I, I'm not sure how this is supposed to work and what I'm supposed to do with my ballot. They okay. They literally sometimes will send out these like. You know, one of one of them was 14 pages of instructions, extra instructions that you're supposed to, you know, read this little 14 page booklet before you go to vote using ranked choice voting. It, it's just crazy.
2: Yeah. Trent, how can people find out more about what you guys are doing? I, I don't know if this is going to rear its ugly head in Missouri again, but I wouldn't be surprised if they don't make another run at it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I know there are folks there who are working really hard to try to, to get ranked choice voting into Missouri. Uh, our website is StopRCV.com. Uh, myself and the the other co-chair of our coalition have a book out, uh, The Case Against Ranked Choice Voting, that folks can, can find uh, you know, wherever books are sold, The Case Against Ranked Choice Voting. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's just really important to let people know that they make all of these claims about how this is like a political cure-all. Yeah. And uh, it's just it's just not true. It just makes voting much more complicated. And, and frankly, a lot of the left wing billionaires who are funding this, it really, in the end, I think, shifts power in their direction away from you know not just conservatives, but just ordinary voters who just want to vote in a normal election. I would agree with that. Trent England, thanks for your time this morning.
2: Thank you, Mark. Yep, you bet. com if you want to find out more. All right, quick break. Uh, next hour, should St. Charles County be able to collect money for criminal activity originating in the city? Uh, that is a bill that is pending. It looks like uh, down in Jeff City, we're going to talk more about that uh, coming up on the Mark Cox Morning Show.
0: Get more at 971talk.com.